Okay, it's Friday, and I'm, I should be really happy. Actually, I am starting, my mood is improving, because the sun is coming out, I'm actually not, I was, I'm, I'm, sometimes I'm really excited to have a cloudy, rainy day. Today, I kind of need a little, uh, a little sunshine, you know, sometimes you just, do you, ha- do you have that, where sometimes you say, I really need, like, I just need a dreary, bleak, cold, wet, crappy day, and it just, it's just what the doctor ordered, it's just what the doctor ordered, hold on, I gotta put, I gotta put the phone down for a sec, I gotta make sure that I, as I'm pacing back and forth, I don't want to not have these steps counting towards my step thing, okay, 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 but you have that, right, like sometimes, I, I determined a few years back that the number of days I, I I can't do more than three days in a row of the same exact thing. I need something to change. And that's whatever. Like three days of sunshine, I, I want it to change. Three days of rain is plenty. That's the max I can take. And I love rain. I love a cloudy day. I love a rainy day. Uh, last night I went to bed very, very late. <laughs> Uh, according to the thing on the thing, it says that I got like three hours of sleep. I cannot do Thursday nights. I just, uh, and it doesn't help that it's a three day weekend coming up. So there's just so much going on and there's so much to do. And I need to take this, I need to take this time every day. This, uh, you know, whether it's 15 minutes, whether it's an hour at lunch, I have to take this time and talk to you. Now, Hopefully I can use some of this time at some point to actually post these things that I'm saying because I've got like four, that maybe five that I've done, I think almost every day this week, have have talked to you. You just don't know it yet. But by the time you hear this, if you're hearing this, then I've posted those. And hopefully, uh, today being Friday, I can post the week's worth of <laughs> of stuff uh, that's now, you know, stuff that's... Uh, that's just, you know, it's it's old news. It's old news, you know. Speculation on what's going to happen with Vince McMahon. Well, guess what? At least for the interim, he's no longer the CEO of WWE. And Stephanie McMahon has stepped in to fill that role. It's like I love watching Succession. And meanwhile, and I guess I, I, guess I know why I love watching Succession. Because I think I've been watching it uh, for the last 30 years with the McMahon family. Who's going to, will Shane be the successor to Vince? Will Stephanie be the successor to Vince? Will Triple H and now Nick Khan? Well, it's probably not ever going to be. Sh- Could you say that again? Jesus Christ. I'm not talking to you, fuckhead watch. Jesus, fucking, you call it a smartwatch. Well, you're an idiot because I'm not talking to you, you stupid asshole. Scared the shit out of me, by the way. I'm on edge. I'm on edge. Uh, anyway, so. So at this point, uh, you're going to hear me uh, podcast that I haven't posted. I think maybe even talking about like what's going to happen. Oh, yeah, talking about like buying tickets to go see game six of this. Well, guess what? It happened last night, and that's the reason why I would not buy a ticket. Look, if somebody gave me a ticket, if I won a radio contest or something to go see the Celtics play last night, and I instead I got to watch the Celtics kind of play <laughs> – and then watch the Golden State Warriors win their win the championship. I mean, it would it's I mean that's a historic moment. 
even for all those Celtics fans in Boston last night because Steph Curry gets his fourth ring and he's tied with LeBron. And let's be honest, I don't think it's going to end at four for Steph Curry. I really can't imagine that he's done. You know, this is like... It's like it's like it's it's kind of Brady esque, right? Like in just the sense that, except I think more people I I don't think people hate Steph Curry as much as they hate Brady. Um, I mean he you know whatever anyway. Uh, but so there was history was made. I mean so like yeah, if I had paid a thousand dollars to go see that, uh, it would have been a bummer. Like oh well that sucks because the Celtics lost. And they're done, and the finals are over, and and the Warriors are champions, and there is no game seven on. That's the thing that really bums me out. It's not to say that I would be happier if the Golden State Warriors won in game seven, but I just like this is the time of the year where sports becomes really just there's nothing. And yes, I know the Stan- the Stanley Cup. Uh, just started the other night, and I I watched a decent amount of that game, even though I am sick of the. And I look, I get it, uh, because I've you know we've been watching how many times has Boston uh, won championships in the last twenty years between the Patriots, uh, the Bruins had one in there uh, in two thousand eleven, uh, the Red Sox have had a few. Uh, you know, 2004, 2007, 2013, 2018. It's like every five years or so, the Red Sox win the World Series. For a while, it was like every every other year <laughs> on average, you know, like half of the, almost half of the last 20 Super Bowls have been won by Tom Brady. Uh, but now it's just like, now, yeah, Tampa Bay has really uh, become like uh, like Boston Jr., like New England Jr., because, like, I mean, first of all, they have the Patriots basically playing on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, and winning Super Bowls and getting very far into the playoffs. Uh, they got this, uh, they got this hockey team. These, uh, they used to be called, uh, uh, the, the, no, the, the the lightning. I think I believe that I believe for short they just call them the Ning, or is that only a thing on uh, on Tony Kornheiser's show? And you got those Tampa Bay. They used to be called the Devil Rays, and now they're just called the Rays because I guess it was too offensive to say Devil Rays, which is like, oh my god. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but you've got the you know you got a then they have no they have no basketball team either. They only have three of the major sports, and you've got a lot of championships uh, down there in Tampa Bay. Uh, in the last few years, uh, and those those goddamn the goddamn Tampa Bay Lightning, it's quite quite good. It's not supposed to be like you're not supposed to have you're not supposed to have Florida teams winning uh, you know winter sports that are <laughs> that are that are dominated by Canadians and Russians and you know that kind of thing. Uh, but I don't know much about the Tampa Bay hockey team, but I'm sure. That most of that team is made up from with uh, with Canadians and Russians and people who are not. Uh, I wonder, like, who are the best? I I don't know very much about hockey, but I'm curious to know. Obviously, they have hockey in every state. You don't need to live in the cold climates to have hockey. It doesn't hurt because in the winter you can set up a rink, you know, outside on a pond, and you can, you know, without needing to go to a a, a hockey arena, you can you can just play hockey, so you have a better chance of. Uh, 
uh, you know, honing your skills and stuff because you've got, you know, if you're in a place like New England or Canada, you've got at least six months of the year that you could be out on the ice outside uh, practicing and all that stuff. But uh, I'm, but obviously, in they have indoor hockey rinks in Los Angeles, in Phoenix, in Tampa. In my, I mean, the, you know, you can play hockey in those places. Probably not the dominant sport in those areas, but. You can still do it. So I'm just, I'm, I am curious to know, like, yeah, what's, who are the best hockey players who are, you know, you expect to see, like, on the NFL broadcasts, you know, when they have a little highlight of, like, uh, you know, so-and-so, uh, you know, Florida State, University of Florida, uh, whatever. And you expect a lot of these guys are, like, you know, they're from, they're from Miami, they're from Orlando, they're because, like, it's just, you're outside, you can play football all year. You know, all the golfers live in Florida. Obviously, you can go outside 12 months of the year and play golf. But I wouldn't think there's a huge population of great hockey players who were born and raised in Florida. But I'm sure there are now because, again, it doesn't really matter. You can just, if you can get, if you get time on the ice, it's time on the ice, whether it's indoors or outdoors. Uh, anyway, I don't know what that has to do with anything. But, uh, you know, the Stanley Cup, I just watched game one. Uh, the, the, what is it? The Avalanche. <laughs> in Tampa Bay and it went into overtime. It was a good, exciting, like, all right. I mean, playoff hockey is good. I have a hard time watching the teams that I don't care about, which is most teams. Uh, you know, I watch uh, if the Rangers are playing, I like that. Uh, you know, I and pretty much anything if there's a New York team playing, whether I like the New York team or not. And then, of course, the Bruins, who, who were, who were, who is this? Phone call. No, 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 no. What is this? I don't want a phone call. Why is the phone? All right. Uh, that's the problem with doing a podcast on the phone and shit starts happening. Like, wait a minute. Anyway, uh, what are we talking about here? Uh, hockey and stuff. I don't even remember now. Jeez Louise. It's tough to focus, especially on three hours of sleep. I gotta, I gotta take, I gotta take my meds. <laughs> I gotta take my crazy pills. Uh jeez, I completely. Oh yeah, I, you know, hockey, similar, similar to baseball. Like I, you know, Red Sox, Yankees, Mets. That's pretty much it. If it's like you know, and, and then back, you know, when Vince Scully, I would watch a Dodger game just to hear Vince Scully. Uh, until he retired in, in what 2016, I think, uh, which is crazy. <laughs> and uh, other than that, yeah, I'm not just putting on. You know, I'm not gonna watch like uh, you know the the Nationals and the Phillies or something like that. I'm just there's there's no pretty much no chance that I'm watching a baseball game that's not either the Yankees, Mets, or Red Sox. And that's always that's just the way it's always been. Uh, football, football's, you know, any, I don't care. I'll watch any team. NBA basketball, I'll watch any team. Yeah, do I, am I really getting jazzed for like uh, the Memphis Grizzlies and like the Timberwolves, even if they're like the greatest teams? Uh, it's all the, it's like the M teams, like Memphis, Milwaukee, and Minnesota. I just, I'm like, I don't care about those teams. Um, 
but I but generally speaking, like I I'll watch yeah Celtics, I'll watch Knicks, I'll watch Hornets, obviously, uh, Lakers, Bulls, you know the big teams from the big cities. But I'll watch I'll watch anything as long as it's you know pretty fun basketball. I don't care hockey. I really just can't. It has to be the Bruins and like yeah maybe the Rangers and now both of those teams. And if I'm not mistaken, I think both of those teams were eliminated by Tampa Bay. Because I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the Lightning uh beat the Bruins. And and if I'm not mistaken, I think the Bruins were up like 3-0, three to nothing in that series. And then t- or two and oh or so they were just like, okay, hey, the Bruins might do this. And then they did not. Uh similar to how the Celtics uh, not so long ago, like I don't know, like a week ago, were uh, were up two to one over the Golden State Warriors after like that huge comeback in Game One in San Francisco, and you're just like, oh, because look, I'll be honest, when that that finals was, you know, you just you're just watching all the NBA playoffs, and you're like, yeah, I mean, which. Which team in the East is going to go f- <laughs> go lose to Steph Curry and the Warriors? And it's, and it's Boston. But after that game won, where Boston won it, and it's uh, okay. And then in game two, they got clobbered. But that was in San Francisco. And then, of course, they came back for game three in Boston. And the Celtics won. It's like, okay, we've got – and there's another home game. They could, they win this second home game there now they're up three to one now we're really like now some stuff's really starting to take shape here and of course that's not how it went <laughs> and last night you know there were some times where it was like okay you know obviously early on the Celtics were up by like twenty points or ten points I don't even uh, I was doing work and I would turn around every so often I wish I could have you know given more time to watching the game but. Uh, you know, and then you get to the halftime and it's just like, oh boy. Eh. And then they, and then the Celtics start creeping back a little bit and then they're coming like within less than 10 points and there's still like three, four minutes left in the fourth quarter. And you're like, okay, 10 points ain't, ain't that much. You know, they, they sink a couple of unanswered threes, you know, maybe get fouled. They're, now we're, now we're talking here and now we're looking at game seven. But that never quite played out. And the Golden State Warriors are your NBA champions. And the Celtics, hey, it's still a great team. And I'm still, I'm really, I'm psyched that uh, our first Celtics game in five years. And we got to see the team (laughs) that would be the first team in forever to go to the finals. And they didn't get swept. They didn't get completely humiliated. They went up against, you know, one of the best Steph Curry and his crazy uh, craziness that he does, the MVP of the playoffs, just the MVP of, like, everything. And, uh, you know, they hung in there for two two games, and one of them was a spectacular comeback that, uh, you know, probably this would have been a five-game series and it would have been over a Monday night. Uh, but they had that really awesome game one comeback on the road and, uh, you know, I just I want the NBA Finals to go to seven games, even if I'm rooting for the team, even if I really am just like, oh, I just want them to win in four so it can just be done and like take the pressure off. Of, you know what pressure? Like I'm a fucking fan. Like there's no pressure on me. 
but somehow there's more pressure because like even if you're on the losing team in the NBA finals, you're still playing in the NBA finals. So your your bank account is looking just fine forever. Uh, you know, unless you're a complete doofus. Uh so yeah, so that's uh that's that and it's over. I wish and also game se- it used to be that the NBA finals started at such a time that it used to be that game 5. Usually game 5 was on Father's Day. So there was a pretty damn good chance that you were going to have an NBA basketball game on Father's Day. I know there were a couple times where it was a, ended up being a sweep in four, and it ended on a Thursday night, and there was nothing on Father's Day. But a lot of times they would go to game five and game five. But now, in the last few years, I feel like uh, the better half of the last decade, I almost want to say, that they make it so that game seven falls on Father's Day. And I feel that that's such a bummer because it's like, why can't you just, you know, you push these games, you spread these games so far apart anyways. It takes it takes a month and a half to play like four games. Can't you spread it like just a little bit more? Maybe, you know, even start it a couple days later. Make it so that like, yeah, go back to where game five lands on Father's Day. So it's not a guarantee, but certainly a hell of a lot closer to guaranteeing that there's going to be some basketball on Father's Day. Yeah, there's the US Open and golf, which is also in it's in Brookline. It's in the it's the greater Boston area, which from all accounts on the news, nobody is uh, too thrilled about that. The local businesses and such are not are not loving the n- loving the excitement, but uh but yeah, so they got the US Open in Brookline, the Country Club. Uh yeah, the Celtics, a jam-packed Fenway got to see the Celtics lose. A jam-packed TD Garden got to see them in person lose. Uh, so, yeah, big big weekend in Boston. Um, what else? Yeah, so anyways, so I didn't really pay a lot of attention to the game. I would turn around and, you know, I'd, I'd take a rest my eyes for a couple minutes and see a little bit of the game, uh, but I was just up until – Jesus Christ, I mean, after 1 o'clock doing work, Thursday night is just the night that I I just get to that Thursday and there's just, I've been I've been working late most of the week and then usually other stuff, like, hey, there's more stuff to do and yada, 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 but uh, oh well. Um, I feel like I was, st- so anyway, so yeah, so it's Friday, it's a three-day weekend coming up. Uh, I feel like there will be some times that I'm sitting at the computer doing work, doing work over the weekend. I'm insanely exhausted. I'm just unbelievably exhausted. I just, no, no, no. I don't want to have you help me with anything. Watch. I, I hold this watch behind my back because I'm terrified that I'm going to like say absolutely nothing. And the watch is going to be like, what can I help you with? Nothing. Uh, so, uh, another thing yesterday, Thursday, I, I, a few weeks ago, an impulse buy, I think after I had some taffy and, uh, I saw this cause you know, the, your phone knows you better than anyone. And I was scrolling through and I always see those ads like on, on Facebook or something for those bootleg ass consoles. You know, you see them at like the rest areas in New Jersey and stuff. And it's like, you know, it looks like, uh, maybe it looks like a Nintendo, 
or you know, or maybe it looks like a Roku or an Apple TV or something, and it's just this little box, and it's like ten thousand video games. <laughs> like, oh wow! And you know, it's like you can play all the classic NES games and Super Nintendo and Genesis, and they've got all the emulators for all these things. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I, you know, I've got the mini. Super Nintendo, I've got the mini NES, and I've got a mini Genesis, and I've got my original Super Nintendo, and I've got my portable Superboy I can play the games on, and then I've got the Switch where I where I have, you know, the virtual console or whatever it's called. We can get all the play all the games with your online account. It's like I there's a million different ways for me to play all of my favorite Genesis and Nintendo and Super Nintendo games and all that stuff. And so whenever I see that, it's, you know, like, oh, $50, you can get 5,000 games. I'm like, I don't, uh, I don't care. Because, like, 4,900 of those games I probably don't care about, have never heard of, will never play. They're not actual games. They're just some, like, weird thing. But then I saw this, <laughs> this ad a few weeks ago for this thing that's called Mini G-Box. <laughs> and... The only reason that I stopped to look at it is because it had a picture of the classic arcade game WrestleFest. And I said, ooh, this is a little different than what I'm used to seeing. And nowadays, as you know, you can go into Best Buy and you can get those mini arcade consoles, the little mini cabinets, for like five, $600. And they might have a couple games on them. Maybe it has like a few. There's like a Street Fighter one or... Mortal Kombat, and lately, you know, at my local Best Buy, they have one with the Simpsons arcade game and one with the the classic Turtles arcade game and Turtles in Time. And I think, ooh, that would be cool. And then I say to myself, and then what? I'm going to pay $600 for a game that I've had on, like, virtual consoles that cost, like, 5 bucks on a nice TV like just for what? So I can s- simulate having like an arcade in my. Uh, I don't have room for it, and it's like six hundred dollars. Like, hey, how about? I don't know. Here's a thought. How about I put that towards a down payment? How about I put that towards the kid's college? For, you know, something, something that an adult should be doing. So, uh, <laughs> so anyways, I spend enough money on on other toys, these friggin', you know, computers and iPhones and shit. Uh, anyway, so I saw this uh, mini G box and I looked, looked at it a little bit further and it's like, Oh, so they have, yeah, all the classic console games from the eighties and nineties. They have some PlayStation games they have. And then I'm looking, it's like, okay, they have Russell fest. What other arcade? Oh, Simpsons. Okay. Uh, how about the Ninja Turtles? Yep, they've got Ninja Turtles. They've got Turtles in Time. They've got all the Street Fighter games. They've got all the Mortal Kombat games. What about, nobody ever has Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. I wonder if, oh my God, they have Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. And it's like, to get this thing with four wireless controllers, two of them resemble the classic NES controllers, and the other two are are very cheap, light <laughs> Uh, knockoff versions of the PlayStation controller. I said, man, so you get four controllers and uh, and all these arcade... Just for those arcade games alone, it's worth... It was like 80, 90 bucks, 95 I don't even remember. It was under $100. 
And I also wasn't even sure, like, this could be a total scam. There's no reason that they're not just going to take, steal my money and I'm going to get nothing. And then guess what arrived yesterday? My mini G-Box. And I plugged it in and I played WrestleFest and it's exactly as I remember it. And I used to have WrestleFest on the computer back when, like, you just get those, you know, easily install those arcade emulators which I don't, I don't know anything about that stuff anymore. Uh, but I used to have those games on some emulator thing. And now it's like, all right, but I'm happy to pay 90 bucks to have an emulator that looks like a little Roku box with an HDMI cable and some cheap wireless controllers and plug it in and I can play all, the, all my favorite arcade games. And I played Turtles. It feels great. It's exactly the same. WrestleFest, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, I thought maybe Michael Jackson's Moonwalker was not uh, was not quite the same, and then I realized, like, oh no, I think this was just a terrible game. <laughs> um, but I still love it, and I played it, and I had Michael, you know, doing the dancing, turning into the robot. There's Bubbles the chimp. Michael saves all the kids. Uh, which when you when you play Michael Jackson's Moonwalker in 2022 versus uh, 1990. Versus 1989 or whenever that came out, and you're playing it back then, and it's like, all right, Michael Jackson, we're gonna save all the kids from the bad guys who are trying to shoot Michael. And now, at the age of 20, uh, 22, at the age of 42, in the year 2022, I'm starting to think, oh no, I think, <laughs> I think those guys were actually probably coming to save the kids from Michael. I'm actually, I'm, oh no, I'm playing the villain. Michael Jackson is saving the kids and sending them back to his home. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm I'm doing bad things in this game. <laughs> it's now occurring to me. Oh. So so yeah, that game that console came last night. I I played it for all of about 15 minutes cuz there's just too much going on. But I'm excited to spend some time with old Wrestlefest and with Turtles and with all Simpsons, all the games that I've played a million times. Because, you know, you used to have, like, the Turtles arcade game was on Xbox. And Turtles in Time was on some other, it was also on, play. I don't even know. Various consoles. PlayStation 3 had Simpsons arcade on it. And it's like, oh, this is great. And it was, like, free with the thing. and uh, But now it's just like, okay, now I just have this little mini super-duper G-Box, whatever the fuck it's called. And uh, and I've got all the games, and that's you know, so long Elden Ring. <laughs> Even though I haven't touched it in probably three weeks, when I was farming souls uh, before Memorial Day weekend, hoping to play it this weekend. But now that I got this G box thing, I don't know. It might just be Wrestlefest and Simpsons and Turtles and maybe even a little Altered Beast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Wrestlefest in classic uh, fashion. I've told the story on the podcast before. Uh, my good buddies Nate and Joe and I were at Wilton Mall in Saratoga before a movie one time, and we played WrestleFest, and those two sacks of shit teamed up against me, and they just kept eliminating me from the Royal Rumble, and I kept, I kept popping in quarter after quarter after quarter, and then I would be in there for like 30 seconds at the most, sometimes you know, like more like four seconds. And those two sacks of shit would team up on me and toss me. And then some random kid came in to take the fourth player spot. And I said, look, buddy, listen, 
oh, you got to help me. I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. Perfect or whatever the character was. I said, I said, don't touch me. Touch these other two assholes. We got to team up against these scumbags and throw them out. This kid puts his quarters in, selects his character, selects the wrestler, and then he gets, uh, he gets promptly tossed even faster than I got tossed. And I started, I'm like, you fucking idiot. And, uh, I remember, I mean, Joe, <laughs> Joe was on the floor laughing. And yet still, uh, even with that distraction of laughter, I still couldn't beat these two fuckers teaming up on me. And they just kept teaming up on me. And I, I probably spent uh, $17,000 in quarters playing WrestleFest that night. And in true fashion, the first game that I went to on the mini G-Box was WrestleFest. And I selected Mr. Perfect. And I'm going to have a Royal Rumble with yeah all the all the legends here uh, ultimate warrior hulk hogan dibiase dibiase lands a million dollar punch uh jake the snake robert you know all, everybody and uh and i immediately got thrown out of the ring and that was it it was over <laughs> like yep exactly as i remembered it <laughs> oh man so so that's uh but it's a lot of fun a lot of cool games they had i typed in like mario on the menu and it takes you to like you know all the mario games but then it has these weird things and it's like this this real plump weird looking mario that i've never seen before like even like a japanese i'm like what is this i don't know so there's, there's all kinds of weird shit on there that i can't wait to can't wait to dig into play some of these games Speaking of Ninja Turtles, the Shredder's Revenge, or whatever it's called, came out yesterday, which I had pre-ordered. Uh, a lot of folks online are saying, like, oh, I'm waiting, for the, I'm waiting for the physical copy. And I was just texting with Shimo, who said he's waiting for the physical copy. And may, I, don't, I know nothing about it other than when I first saw that you could pre-order that Turtles game, I said, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going to pre-order this. It's just like the classic arcade games with, you know, it's... But updated to feel a little bit newer and uh, and just as fun, just a lot of fun, and uh, you know you're fighting Bebop and Rocksteady and uh, it's, it's turtles, it's it's turtles. Um, so I don't know if there's something something cool that comes with the physical copy. I'm not really sure, but uh, I'll have to look into that. I have to ask Shimo because I saw I saw a lot of people saying that. Um, yeah, but it's it was it was good fun which I also I played for about five minutes, <laughs> taking little work breaks, little, little ADHD breaks. I was talking to my father-in-law last night. It was his birthday. We called to wish him a happy birthday, and uh, the wife was giving all the updates about all my fucking mental problems. And, uh, and, and then I got on the phone and was talking. He was asking me. He's like, so what, uh, what exactly, what, what happened? I'm, I was like, oh, well, you know, I've just been like, I was like a really miserable kid. And and this is hard to say to people cuz it's like I was also a very happy kid. And so I would always, you know, when I would think about it, I'm like, was I really a miserable kid cuz I was happy, but like, oh no, but I was also really miserable. Uh and it's possible to have both of those. It sounds strange, but it's possible to have both things happening at the same time. Cuz you can kind of like, you know, you can you can try to push one out of the way and and you know not think about the stuff that's that's bringing you down if you're in a place that that's making you happy and lots of stuff makes me happy if i'm just if i'm dicking around with like 
the wife and kids on the weekend, just, you know, doing whatever, uh, going, to, going to New York City or going to, going to the movies or just hanging out here, just having a fun time. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm in a pretty good spot, but I also, but also during like the whole weekend, I'm just thinking of like Monday's coming, Monday's going to be here real soon. And so I never, there's so, there's so few times where I just get to, where I'm just really just fucking, you know, letting loose. Uh, Like I've said, like, am I happy to go on a vacation? Yes, but I don't take a vacation. We go somewhere, and I bring my laptop, and I do work. And in a sick, weird way, that makes me more relaxed and happy than if I left the laptop at home because then I would be sitting there for a week wondering, like, my mind would just go all over the place wondering, what am I missing at work? They're probably getting ready to fire me. Uh, there's all this stuff. They're probably talking about how much I suck and blah, blah, blah. Versus if I'm there like doing the work and on the meetings and stuff, it's like, oh, no, 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 that's not happening. And then I feel like, okay, I put in a day's work. Let's go to the pool. Uh, yeah. And I, you know, a few weeks ago, that Memorial Day weekend, I really did, unlike that April week. <laughs> air quotes when i say vacation the april quote vacation that was anything but a vacation um was it was miserable but that little five-day weekend a few weeks back for memorial day was like ah and i really thoroughly enjoyed my thursday friday was stressful because i was running around to all the different wholesale clubs and stores and getting camping stuff ready and packing and just it was a million degrees and it was humid it was awful and, uh, and it was just a, you know, and I didn't, didn't eat until like seven uh, thirty you know, some crappy hot dog that I threw on the fire, but which tasted like uh, amazing. Cause I was so hungry, but anyways, uh, yeah. So, but that felt, that was a good, like, I, I felt like, okay, I'm going to enjoy this time off. And this weekend is a three day weekend. I'm hoping that I enjoy it, but there's just so much, I, I don't know. We'll see. I'm not feeling the same as I as I was, uh, you know. Even last weekend, I was feeling good on Friday, and on Saturday too, and Sunday. I think I don't remember, but yeah. So my father-in-law was asking him, just like, yeah, I was a very unhappy kid. I, you know, and I said, I. The rest of the kids would finish their work and they'd go sit on the carpet and read, or they'd go play, or they'd get to go outside, and I'm the only one, you know. Uh, a million years later, I'm still sitting at my desk doing my work. I'm the last one finishing the test, uh, and everybody else is off enjoying. And then most of the time, I still wouldn't finish, and I would take my. I have to take it home. Like I got homework in first grade when nobody else had homework, and I was up like I just sat in bed crying because I had like all this work to. Do. Just so much, you know, pressure and just like anxiety and just going back to like being like five, six years, six, seven years old. And, uh, you know, my father-in-law was like, well, but you sat there that whole time until you finished. He's like, that, that seems like you're even more focused. That's, uh, that's something to be proud of. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not it. It's, and it's hard to explain if people don't know, they don't get it. And I'm just saying like, look, if it's me and five other people with the same assignment and they can do it in 10 minutes 
and they can give 100% of their focus and finish that in 10 minutes and be done. And it takes me an hour because I focus for maybe 30 seconds, maybe a minute. And then I stop because I don't want to be doing this. And I start thinking about other things. And I'm taking my time because I also don't want to get any of it wrong. And it's like, you know, perfectionism. And perfectionism doesn't mean you do perfect things. It just means that you won't accept anything less than perfect. So you sit there uh, spending all this extra time when you just should just fucking just do it and be done with it and move on with your life. And I have a hard time doing that. And, uh, and that's also why I'm up until two o'clock on a Thursday night, because I found, find other stuff that nobody's asking me to do, but it gets in my head like, Ooh, it would be better if I did this, it would be more helpful if I produced this. And so then I'm just, I'm up there doing it. Nobody asked me to, I'm not going to get fucking fired if I don't. Uh, but it's just, yeah, you know, it's one of those things. So it's like, no, 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 it's not, <laughs> it's not extra focus. It's, it's the opposite of that. But I know like, what else am I going to do? I'm going to get up and just like, I'm going to run home in first grade. No, I have to sit there because I'm also terrified that I'm going to get in trouble. If I don't do the work, I'm going to get bad grades and you got two teachers as parents. And so like, eh, eh. And one of them is right down the hall in the school. So, like, all the teachers know me. It's like, yeah, no, it's not extra focus. It's not an extra special. It's not a superpower. (laughs) It's a thing that fucking makes me sick to my stomach all day, every day, because I'm wondering what else is going to go wrong? What am I going to fuck up today? What bad things are going to happen that inevitably I know are going to happen that I haven't even thought of yet? And then I start thinking of, like, Oh shit, I haven't thought of like some of the possibilities of what could go wrong today. I better start thinking about that so I'm prepared for it. And so I sit there and I think about all these other things and my mind is, you know, there's a million different channels uh, all talking at once and all this stuff. Just as it's happening right now. I'm talking about this thing and I'm thinking about like at least <laughs> like 12 other things right now that I need to be doing. And uh it just it doesn't it doesn't stop and frankly so far i'm not so sure the wellbutrin is good i'm not sure that it's quite i don't know if it's wearing off a little bit i'm getting you know kind of you know you build a tolerance to th- just like with if you're drinking beer and the first time you have a beer and you have like half a beer and you're shit-faced or if you're like just an old fucking <laughs> fat alcoholic you could sit there and drink uh drink a whole bunch of beers and uh, and nobody nobody will do anything. Uh so wait. God damn it. Anyway, uh sorry, I had to pause for a sec. Uh, yeah, okay. I had to do a sanity check. You're good. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, anyways, I I had to pause it a few times. I had to get a sanity check that a meeting that was canceled was actually canceled because i saw somebody opening the meeting and it's like what whoa 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 whoa. anyway uh i guess i i feel like there is something i really wanted to talk about and i don't fucking know i'm just so tired though i i really i guess i need to go uh i'm excited to well i don't know if i'm excited to see buzz lightyear quite honestly honestly i don't give a shit about buzz lightyear (laughs) Uh, if it weren't for the fact that it's an IMAX, I wouldn't even care if we didn't go. Like, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. 
Um, I've, I've seen one Toy Story movie in theaters because I didn't give two shits about seeing any of them in the theaters. And I'm not a huge Toy Story guy. Uh, the kids were watching the first one the other night for some reason. And it's, it's charm. I, I do, you know, the, the first one is, is charming. It's nice. Uh, the second one I've seen bits and pieces of. The third one, <clears throat> the third one has a very, very special place in my heart because it came out, uh, when I had a little, little tiny little tot and it came out on, I don't know, we had it on our DVR, like on Star, I think it was Stars. Stars used to have all the Disney stuff. And uh, when we lived in Florida, we had direct TV and I had like, I had all, I had, I had Despicable Me. I had, uh, we had The Princess and the Frog. We had uh, Toy Story 3. Um, you know, we had a, f- a few others. And uh, yeah, that, <laughs> that Toy Story, those three movies, Despicable Me, Princess and the Frog, and Toy Story 3, all three are fabulous movies. They're all great. I love Princess and the Frog. Uh, Despicable Me, I don't, uh, you know, that hasn't aged as well for me. I'm not like, like Princess and the Frog, I could put that on right now and watch it. I love that movie so much. Toy Story 3, I don't want to watch it, but if I were watching it, it would make me, it's just very nostalgic for me. And, uh, and Despicable Me, you know, it's, they're, they're fine. They're, they're fine. Those are funny movies, but, uh, anyway, I don't give a shit about Buzz Lightyear. I don't care about watching the movie that the toy is based on in the fictional world that the toy in real life comes from, from the movie, from the toy. I don't give a fuck. Uh, oh, Hacks renewed for third season. That's great. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's what I was talking. Okay. Jesus Christ. You're getting, it in, you're getting it in real time to see what it's like to like just not be able to focus on anything. Um. So we're going to see Buzz Lightyear. It's going to look great in the big thing, and you know it's it'll be it's good. I'm just excited to go to the movies. Like I said, I've never seen I've seen one Jurassic Park in the theater, and that was 1993 because I never gave two shits about seeing any of the other ones. And then last weekend, it's like, no, we're definitely going to go see Jurassic World in IMAX because the original three are back. We're going to see the dinosaurs. And it was fun. Top Gun. I fucking hate Top Gun. I've mentioned this before. The original Top Gun. I, I can't describe to you how much I hate that movie. I fucking hate it. And I had no intention of seeing the new one. And then I said, oh, but it's an IMAX. And oh, those little flying little plane scenes look really quite good. And they are quite good. And it's military propaganda. Of course it is. It's a two-hour ad uh, to get people into thinking that, like, you know, <laughs> flying planes in the, in the military, the, middle, the military industrial complex totally rocks, dude. <laughs> uh, I get it. But uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't care. I'm sorry. I'm a fucking fraud. I'm a hypocrite. I, I don't know what I am, but uh, I'm a piece of shit. And I loved, I loved Top Gun. I loved it. It just, these movies, it just feels good to go back to the movies and see big time, big budget, blockbuster action things or animated things or whatever, dinosaurs and jets and planes and fucking toy spacemen, Disney space toys. Uh, give it, give it all to me. I don't care. I don't care. 
in a normal universe, I would not be going, but I'm going to go see Buzz Lightyear. It's going to be good. I'm going to have nachos. I'm going to have popcorn. It's the same shit that I eat every Friday night for the last several weeks. And I get a big thing of root beer that I'm going to have like five sips of. And I'm going to recline in the chair and, uh, you know, it'll be great. Okay. So I had to pause the thing again. So I don't, I don't know what I was talking about literally a second ago because I paused it and it was actually five minutes ago. The thing that I was talking about, that dude, the whole purpose of recording is Vince McMahon. He's out as CEO at WWE. And they're saying, yep, for the time being, while the WWE board of directors investigates all the, all these claims and potential, uh, you know, misdoings, misdoings, misdeeds, wrongdoings and mis- misdoings and wrong deeds. <laughs> um, they're, they're investigating internally. The company is, you know, they're, 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 they're auditing and reviewing and investigating, uh, you know, everything. I'm sure, you know, within, within the finance department, like, cause Hey, look, if Vince McMahon used, if Vince McMahon used his personal funds of which he has, uh, you know, a considerable amount to, uh, to pay off this woman or women or whoever it is with whatever they did, uh, sexually, whether it was a relationship, whether it was, I, I, I don't know. Um, which again, I think, man, I just, if you're, if you're the, uh, that's such a fucking scumbag thing to do. Cause like there is such a, there's a power dynamic that is so fucking insanely imbalanced and uneven and it's not to say that women wouldn't want to sleep with Vince McMahon, but also eh, anyway, uh, <laughs> and then to feel and, and then you know getting a ra- getting like a hundred thousand dollar raise, and then you know three or four million dollars, and leaving the company, and then never disclose anything. It's like it's whether he did anything illegal. Uh, it's whatever that it turns out to be it's super shady it's super gross uh the morality is obviously and that's the thing too is there some kind of more like a lot of people you know executive ceos or or uh you know maybe like actors in a movie uh whatever athletes there's there's a lot of times often there's a morality clause in uh in somebody's contract and somebody's agreement and they have to sort of, you know, <laughs> it's exactly what it says it is. You know, if you're, if you're doing immoral things, even if they're not illegal, you know, if you're out doing just bad shitty stuff, uh, yeah, you could, you could get, you get 86. And right now Vince is out as CEO. He's still, he's still like the head of, you know, all of the, He's still in charge, though. I mean, let's make no mistake about it. Uh, and the fact that Stephanie is in charge means, like, let's be honest, Vince is in charge. That is still, until it is not his company, that is his company. And, uh, you know, so on paper, yeah, he's out as the CEO. And maybe he's not allowed to go to his corporate office. So great. So he'll use his phone and he'll use, uh, you know, a Teams meeting or something to to let people know. I mean, he'll text Stephanie. I mean, you know, there's lots of ways for things to happen, but, uh, yeah, either way they are, they are investigating. And if Vince, if Vince used his own money to, to, for these like hush payments, payoffs, whatever you want to call it, 
then I guess like legally maybe there's nothing that he did there. You know, it's like I don't know that he'd go to jail, but if he used uh, – and I'm sure that's part of the investigation. Is there going to go to the finance and accounting, the CFO, and then the whole accounting department? They're going to review everything, uh, and uh, and I'm sure outside forces would probably be involved at some point. I don't know. Um, yeah, they'll do that full review. And frankly, uh, it'll probably – It'll probably just end up being yet another thing where Vince McMahon seems to be on the brink of total disaster, and he will he will evade it like he has done for forty years. Uh, you know, so many allegations against him of, of various different things. I read them on the other podcast. Just shit that he not even allegations. Just and some of it's not. You know, there's nothing illegal about uh, you know twisting your face to sound like Jim Ross and make fun of his Bell's palsy on national television. There's nothing, you know, he's not going to go to jail for that. It just makes him a shitty person, Uh, you know, making out with Trish Stratus as part of a storyline, but still while your wife, your actual wife is playing a, uh, a catatonic wheelchair bound uh, invalid uh, on the stage on SmackDown and you're, and you're, you know, playing the old tonsil hockey with Trish Stratus, that's, it's just gross. You know, and he used to have these things where, you know, he would, like, take off his pants and start unbuckling his pants and the women. It's a storyline. We're watching it on TV, so it's like, oh, well, it's not like he's really doing this, but it's also just, like, what other, <laughs> what other form of entertainment has, like, that specific thing where it's, like, you're live TV. It's not like you're in a movie. It's just weird. Anyway, uh but he's put himself in a lot of television situations. You know, he's, you know, there's a, you, you can go on YouTube and like, you know, Vince is saying the, the N word and then it's just weird. He's a weird fucking fucker. Uh, so for the time being, I'm sure for a few weeks, maybe in a few months, he'll be out as, as CEO. Uh, I, you know, and maybe this is the time. Maybe this is where it all comes, you know, just decades worth of karma. And not just karma, but like actual bad stuff. It's just, you know, it's like OJ going to jail for the, the memorabilia stuff. Of course, OJ's out of jail and he's playing golf every day and he's living his best life. So I, I don't know. I don't know how much karma there was there because he seems to be like he's got a pretty good deal going on. Like he's just he's enjoying life. Uh I still can't believe OJ's on fucking Twitter. Just, hello, Twitter world. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, what else? Uh, yeah, so that's that's the situation. Vince is out. Stephanie, his daughter, is in. And again, she took a leave of absence a month ago to go spend time with the family. Like, there's no coincidences here. You know, her stepping away, and she's on the board of directors, and then the board of directors is investigating Vince and for any wrongdoing and what's, you know, getting to the bottom of all this. And now he's out, and now she's the CEO, interim CEO, but still, maybe not. (laughs) Maybe not. This could be, you know, a lot of stuff. This is a year where, like, stuff uh, stuff is actually changing these days, you know? And, uh, and by that, I mean, like, yeah, it seems, it seems like stuff is actually finally happening to, to try and, you know, it's not the perfect solution, but it's 
it's more than the usual solution of nothing to curb the uh, the gun violence and stuff. And it seems like people are, you know, just stuff's being, uh, you know, you got, you got the January 6th thing, which was there was a fucking, there was an insurrection that happened on live television in the United States Capitol. And half the country is like, who cares? It's no big deal. It was just a little, you know, they were tourists visiting the white, <laughs> visiting the capital. Like, eh, no, 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 that was, that's not true. And now we've got, you know, so uh, will people actually be held accountable? I always, I always assume no, because that typically seems to be the way. Unless it's like Martha Stewart with some insider trading that like, that men do like every three seconds and somehow she goes to she goes to prison. But anyway, um, so yeah, so we'll see. And then you think somebody like, okay, OJ, it might not be for the reasons that we wanted, but he's going to jail. And then it's like, okay, now he's out. Now he's golfing and, uh, you know, doing fantasy drafts on Twitter. So whatever, we'll see. But, uh, you know, if Vince McMahon is, is every bit the piece of shit that he seems to be, then yeah. May it may it all go poorly for him, but it would be it really be something though for his whole thing to just kind of end with a whimper like this, like if he if he ends up not coming back as CEO and he loses control of his uh, his power and his control over the company and stuff like that, that would be yeah you 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 just assume that Vince is going to like he he's going to be like the first uh, hundred year old to wrestle at WrestleMania. And then uh, you know, drop dead thirty years later, while uh, <laughs> while sitting behind the microphone, uh, you know, talking into the announcers' headsets, telling them what to say during the matches. But I, it's uh, it might not actually be that. It might be like, oh yeah, Vince McMahon is a human being, and he's a very very flawed one, and uh, maybe not a particularly good person. And it's all going to come and uh, bite him in the ass. But also, knowing Vince McMahon, it, it might not bite him in the ass at all. And then he'll he'll figure out a way to turn it into a storyline and he'll make a zillion dollars off of it. That's that's usually the Vince McMahon way, so we'll see. I can't keep my eyes open. I'm so insanely tired and I have so much to do. Uh, so I'm going to go. But uh, yeah, the Vince McMahon thing is wild. Who knows what other... Who knows what other stuff is is gonna is gonna come from this? I I feel like there'll be a lot. I feel like you know there'll be other people who lose their jobs and and stuff happens to them. Like I said, like John Laurinaitis, I can see him. You know, being the being the fall guy, being the. Uh, but uh, who knows? Anyway, I'm completely out of energy. I'm I'm literally can't even keep my head up as I'm talking to you. Uh, so. It's it's time to end uh, the lunch hour here. It's time to get back to it and hopefully have enough energy to stay awake to watch the Buzz Lightyear movie. And then there's another movie coming out this weekend. I think it's called Brian and Charles. It's only playing in two theaters. I think one of them is in Boston. The other one is in Methuen, which this Methuen AMC 20, whatever it is, they have, you know, that's where I went and saw The Lighthouse because nobody else was playing The Lighthouse back in 2019. And uh, me and like six other <laughs> old guys just sitting there scattered around the theater watching the lighthouse which was kind of meta because i felt like the way that these two lighthouse guys were sort of trapped together a younger guy and an older guy and it's weird i felt like that in in the theater itself um 
but uh, but this uh, Methuen AMC 20 thing is playing this Brian and Charles, and it looks like a just a nice, you know, funny sort of just nice movie um, and different. A guy creates a robot, and the robot is it looks like it's clearly just played by a guy who has a cardboard box over his head with like a you know a weird a weird uh, ma- a weird helmet head thing on top of it and the and clothing over it draped over the thing and it's like that's so cheesy but it's so funny and it, it just seems like a very funny movie i'd like to go see it but we'll i don't know anyway oh my god i'm just tr- i'm trying not to yawn so on that note, I, it is time to sign off. It's time to go. Head over to birthdayboyshop.com if you could please, you know, get get some merch for any reason, for any occasion, for all seasons. And uh, I'm going to go pass out, and then we'll talk to you next time on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Later, Gators. Wait, 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 wait. One last quick thing. <laughs> Vince McMahon, uh, what were we just saying? Vince McMahon is set to appear on SmackDown tonight at 8 p.m. Now, does that mean Vince McMahon is going to come out and talk about any of this real-life stuff? Hell no. But does that matter? Hell no. Because who's going to tune in? Tons of people. Just to see what he does. Just to see if they say anything about it, if he even just vaguely alludes to it. that's, That's Vince McMahon. He's got all this shit, you know, the, the world, some would say, you know, it's all, it's all crumbling down on top of him, but, uh, no, it's not because he's gonna, he's gonna somehow turn whatever this is into a, into a whole bunch of money. (laughs) It's wild, man. It's just crazy. Oh my God. Anyway, just thought, thought you'd like to know in case you've got nothing to do tonight at eight o'clock. And would like to turn in, tune into SmackDown to see Vince McMahon, and God knows what he's going to do. Oh my gosh! I I mean I record the show anyways, so am I going to watch? Of course I am. I'm not going to see it live because I think I'll still be at the movies or coming home for the. I, I don't know. But uh, am I gonna am I gonna tune in at some point like over the weekend? Yes, probably even tonight. Yes, I'm absolutely fascinated to see Vince McMahon appear on SmackDown. And who knows, this could be one of those things where like, yeah, like, holy shit, Vince McMahon's appearing on SmackDown, just like how OJ appears on on Twitter. I I don't know where it's like, I I don't know. Either way, I'll watch it at some point. Vince McMahon's going to be on SmackDown. All right, until next time, later.